Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Necked Out Podcast. I am your host, Usika. What up, everybody? This is Beast. I got my other co-host over there. Uh, this is our first episode that we're doing. Welcome. We're excited. Welcome to the um, Necked Out Podcast. Let's just do a quick little introduction of who we are for those of you that don't know us. All right, everybody. So I have the pleasure of introducing Mr. Mr. Incredible over here. His name is Usika. You might have heard him on the track. You might have heard him on one or two tracks, three or four, depending on how vast your uh, musical knowledge is. Uh, but we got Usika right here uh, holding it down on the Necked Out podcast. Usika. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I feel like I'm going into the ring to box. Yes. And over here to my right, I have a monster of a person, a human being. His name is... Beast. La His real name is Brian, but we call him Beast, and the reason so why we'll... is because he's a fucking beast on the drums. He fucks hey. it. He fucks it up all the time. Sometimes he's always on. He's always on rhythm. No I've... metronome needed, bitches. Nah, I need the metronome. Fuck I've... a metronome. I've, I fucked it up pretty bad though. Like for. Don't tell him that. Don't worry. He's he's just overcompensating now. I could remember one that was terrible, but anyways. Okay. Well, thanks for ruining my intro. No, you know, no ruining. <laughs> I was trying intro. to compliment you and build you up. No, it's all good. It's all good. But. We are here. We're doing this podcast. We hope you guys uh, find it entertaining. Um, first of all, full disclosure, if you didn't notice, I just cursed. I yes. said fuck. And so that should be quite an, indi an indicator of what kind of podcast this is going to be. This is going to be an unfiltered podcast. It's going to be raw. Uh, we're not going to shy away from cursing. We're not going to shy away from mature topics. Um, it can be anything. And we're just going to give our honest uh, raw opinions. Um, yes. And if you don't like that, if that's something that offends you, that's fine. This podcast is not for you. Or or maybe it's for them, but when the kids are tucked away. Ah, uh, yes. Maybe it's yeah. for you. This could but... be your, your after hours podcast. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Give us a chance. And today, being the first day that we are on the Necked Out podcast, we got a special guest for you. A very special guest. Someone indeed. that you may actually know. Oh, it's possible. Or or somebody that you may have heard on the radio, oh. someone that you might have seen on tour. This lovely lady, oh. this lovely this lovely lady walks into the room and just fills the room with her I, beautiful smile. I introducing I, the one, the and, one only. and only Larry Alexander. Doo, 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 doo. I felt like you disappointed so many guys. Why? Oh, because they, they thought we thought had like a girl in here. Be a girl in this. It's all right. They the can't. They gonna be a little thicky. Well, they Sorry, can't see guys. Her. Well, she's a little thicky. She's a little thick, but she, it's not. It's not like. It's not like that. It's not like that. It's not like that. Unfortunately, it's not like that. But it's all good. But yes, we have Larry Alexander. Larry, how you doing today, sir? What up, man? I'm Yo. doing pretty good. What's good, dog? Pretty good. Excited to be here. You're excited you. to be here on the next podcast. Thank you for, yeah. thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule and having to commute so far. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. appreciate you know, it. We we, we really appreciate you your time. Yeah. Um. And we hope that it's going to be an interesting, an interesting conversation for all of us. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, so, I don't. It don't take me long to get home. To get no, home. Uh, no, nah, no. We'll try to get you, you out of here on time. We try to get you out of here on time. You got? I heard you got other things lined up. Yeah, yeah. And you got other things commute. lined up. Yeah, long yeah, commute. Long yeah. commute. Yeah. Other radio podcast stations to stop at. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got right. it. Well, your publisher hit us up, and they 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 told us that yeah. we have we're on a strict uh, schedule, so yes. we're going to make sure that we try to get you. If possible, even a little earlier out yeah. of here. So thank you. I so how are you doing? That, yeah, of course. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just yeah. uh, you know, how's everything at work? Everything cool at work? Every everything's Chilling. good. At, everything's good at work. Yeah. You know, um, you know, just 
trying to get through this corona pandemic corona. Uh, mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Just trying to get through it. But Yo. it feels like we're not even through that and we're already into some other bullshit. Bro. Uh, yeah. Yo. Hold on. Before we get into that though, first of all, people that don't know you, what are some of the things that they might have heard you from? If they do, if they kind of had a little taste. Mm. For those that, for the for the few that have, yeah, for the few a, that the few that for the few maybe that have haven't heard a, yet, yeah, um, I have released a couple of songs. Oh, right, released a couple go. of songs. Released blessed. Hey, released, oh, the uh, infamous blessed. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Produced by yep, uh, See, the man know. himself. It's crazy. Oh, me? It's crazy Did because I, I kind of have the privilege of being with the producer and the artist yeah. that have made some fire ass tracks. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the first. That. It's not the first one that we made. It's I not, mean, it's not the last. It's not, not the, the first one. or the yeah. last. Yep. 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 So it's too bad blessed. that I've heard, and this is just so people know. I've heard other dope tracks that both of y'all have made and that you've worked on that have a little some some going on, but the the rest of the world has not heard yet. That's true. Why? Why about? is this, Larry? Um, why is this? Can you tell us why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, time, 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 energy. Being thrown in different things, different areas, and uh, it's just hard to, you know, be able to find the time and the energy to yeah. invest in it. Especially because I, I think I'm a perfectionist in a way, so to a certain extent. Yeah. So Take it's hard mind. for me to like be okay with what you know I'm releasing or or something before yeah. it, putting it out, before giving it the green light, and then at the same time. Like because my time and energy is going yeah in so many different areas that it just I don't have the time and energy that I feel I need yeah in order to finish a track so I don't I apologize to Usuka because yeah. of the amazing beats that he's shared with nobody me and, can see right now but I am rolling my eyes so fucking yeah. hard at this man. you know what's crazy though I don't know if this is crazy for me saying this but I feel like. When you know somebody that just has like a certain something, like you could hear it, mm. I just wish they were doing more of it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I, well, that's what I hear when I hear both of you guys mm. working together and like working on songs. I'm yeah. always wishing that we could hear more of it. It's always fun because like when we do link up and work together, like we'll have a lot of different projects that that we work on, but it's that's only like. I feel like only the really, really good ones are the ones yeah. that we finish. Yeah, yeah. You know, and those are the ones that I feel like, like really? blessed was dope. When the grand life yeah. was dope. And it's interesting because like it don't mean the other tracks won't come out. Like yeah. right, right, right. For right. example, the grand life. Like I had, I had that beat. Yeah. For like two years. From Oos? No. No, because no, that, that was originally the grand life. Uh huh. Was originally produced by somebody else, and then Usaka just came and. Changed up the drums. The you melody should, stayed the same. Yeah. But you should shout out that drums. person. Yeah. Shout out to Logan Morrison. Shout out for, to Logan Morrison. For the amazing, uh, beat, amazing Logan. melody. So that was actually that. co-produced. I yeah. actually co-produced that one. Yeah. We didn't we didn't mm-hmm. technically collaborate on it yeah, back yeah, and forth, yeah. but yeah. he did provide the initial, Look at that. the I foundation that. Some, for that. Some deep inside some, scoop. Some background story. And I just came in and just kind of just ruined it. That's pretty witty. Yeah. So so yeah so so with that with the yeah. grand life I had been sitting on that track 
and and even the hook yeah. you know the what what did i do to deserve this like i had been sitting i had been sitting with that for 2 years like i had recorded that melody and that hook for no way two so you years already had earlier. that recorded that yeah. melody yeah that was wow. already recorded and then i when i decided to get back on the music yeah i was like let me just go through the through the hard drive and through the different like you know, That's folders crazy, and stuff. And, bro. Yeah. and I found it. I was like, yo, this actually sounds dope. Yeah. The drums could be, you know, improved, but. Yeah. And I showed it to Oos and he was with it and we did something different. Like, so. And then you guys got that. That other beast that's out there. Amazing, on the track, amazing bro. singer. You got her on it. You're definitely going to hear more from her. Bro. Cassie. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Bro, yes. she, she's amazing. Yeah. yeah I, I, I want to hear more from her and definitely more from both of y'all. I've heard some of the tracks that you guys don't release, and I'm I'm kind of like, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. See. I mean, and I feel like it's like that with any artist or musician. Um, not everything that they start an idea on is gonna see the light of day. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, anytime we actually get to finish a song, yeah. it's kind of a big deal. Right. And I think for anybody, like, I don't know me personally, I have a lot of ideas on my laptop. Mm-hmm. I maybe like ten percent of them have yeah. seen the light of day. Yeah. There are a lot of rejected wow. tracks in there. A lot of decent ideas. Some of them just, for some reason, they never, they just kind of stop where they yeah. end at. That's pretty much it. And they don't go any further than that. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. That That's that's just yeah. me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's time. hard. It's hard. It's already, it all, it's already like that with many artists, right? Yeah. And it's even harder when, you know, you're an artist that, you know, enjoys making music. Yeah. But have so many other things, you know in your life going on like for like with me that's what's going on right like i have so much stuff going on outside of the music stuff and you know i've had to decide like yo i gotta make a sacrifice somewhere Mm -hmm. and pause on something for right now yeah in order to keep my sanity yeah and you know and it had to be music for me personally yeah you know and maybe i'm wrong and maybe in a week or two I could I could completely change my mind and get back on a music grind, but yeah, you know that's just how it is. It yeah. can always change for sure. Um, all right, cool. So, do we just want to jump into it? Sure, all right, yeah. so uh, unless you live under a fucking rock, yeah, I'm sure uh, all of you know, know. Yeah. what's been going on. Um, we're obviously devastated by what's been going on. We're devastated every time we hear about something like this happen yeah. because it's not the first time that it happens. So on it, I just want to start off and give my initial thoughts. Um, this is something that I think we have to be grateful that social media was around and that we have not the best. I, I wouldn't say like amazing cameras, but that we have these little devices in our pockets where we're able to record these kind of things. And here's why. I I was I was hearing that the girl or whoever had initially recorded the video was uh, was getting threats made to her because she didn't do anything. And I want people to understand something. Was she? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I I heard heard that she was recording because I I think there were two people. There were two camera angles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think she might have been one of them. I don't know. But anyway, even when stuff like that does happen, a lot of people blame the person who's recording the video. And here's what people need to understand. In this day and age, having a video, a recorded video of something is invaluable. It is fucking priceless. Yep. 
And it is oftentimes the best you can do in a situation that George Floyd was in with the other officers. Mm. Because had that person not recorded, had that person not been recording, had that person tried to interfere, one, you don't have the footage, right? Two, now that person gets involved with the situation. Officers now can come for that person and put them in a legal situation or blah, blah, blah. Not or, only that, mm-hmm. they could they could literally like open fire at yeah. them or, you they know. Take it as yeah. a threat. Yeah. Yeah, they could take it as a threat. And so I think we should be grateful that, you know, for all the bad things that come with social media, I think there are a lot of good things that come with social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is the most, for me, this is one of the biggest things that I'm living through because we're seeing things that I personally have never seen. I know a lot of older folks that grew up in the eighties and nineties, they saw the LA riots and I know that was on another level, Mm -hmm. but I think in this climate, it's different because on top of what's already going on in terms of the coronavirus, people are unemployed. um, It's, Ten- tensions are so flared up yeah. and it's just and it it this was a long long way coming and it just exploded and again the beautiful thing about the social social media's role in this is that it allows people to share information a lot more quickly yeah. organize a lot more effectively even yeah. though there are be- i, I want to speak on something too i don't know if you guys saw this video of um hong kong and the japanese and how they how they organize it's fucking ridiculous they organize like if they've met up and practiced for months you would think that's how they that that's how they go about these things but they know where the police are they know where they're gonna be they know that if they're in a certain location and the police get called over there they know exactly where to go to another route where it's gonna take the police a longer time to get there the cameras that they have on the streets they take their little lasers and they point them at the at the cameras so that the cameras can't facially recognize who they are like it's a lot of crazy shit and wow. these people are extremely well it's it's fucking dope to see so obviously and i'm not trying to undermine how yeah. they've organized here in america but it allows people to yeah. do that effectively right and so um just to finish off my thought um again it's devastating it's and and the last thing i want to say is i don't want to hear any of this all lives matter shit Mm -hmm. because I want people to understand that. Yes. Duh. No shit. We all fucking matter as, as a human race. Yes, we all fucking matter. But the point is right now, black lives are the priority because they have been constantly repeatedly abused, killed innocently by the police. This is an issue that is affecting a lot of families. And yes, we are going to face other issues like in the Hispanic community. There are a lot of issues there. With the Asian community, there are a lot of issues there. Yes, we understand that. But right now, this is what we need to focus on. So please, yeah. if you really care about human lives, yes, fine. All lives matter. Yes, blah, 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 blah. But right now, we need to focus on our black brothers and sisters. Okay. So those are my thoughts. Um, Beast, um, um, you want to give your... Thoughts yeah, on man. this craziness? Obviously, like, um, I've, I've, you've heard this probably in everywhere and probably every podcast, every radio station, how, you know, devastated um, it is. And if you've seen the video, I could just imagine because it, it, like, 
freaking it's hard to watch it crushes me all the time uh that i see it especially when i see uh george floyd's like pictures like his his pictures of just him being human and just on mm-hmm. social media like that stuff yeah. man it's crazy uh to see that and um and yeah it's it's sad what happened but what's going on right now i think it's uh, amazing to see how many people are coming together it's crazy to see how many other countries are getting involved you know other places are other than the united states are protesting as well um and those things are great i think that there's been a lot of negativity put on the protests a lot of negativity put to this whole situation that unfortunately the media wants to sell especially in the hispanic uh you guys seen the hispanic news they want to sell you the drama yeah. they want to they just that's all they want to show you so um that's why I I want to bring more to the fact that there's been so much good, like so much good has come out of from this. Like I've never seen so many human beings in agreement. Like it kind of makes you realize, like oh snap, like humankind isn't lost. You know, humankind. There's still human beings yeah. out there that could empathize, that could see what's wrong and what's right. You know, and it's still alive. It's not hard. Sometimes you think like, yo, this. This next generation is just who knows, blah, blah, blah. But when you see all of this coming together, I just think, man, it, it's it's amazing to see how humans can empathize and how we could work together uh, for a great cause. And, yeah, this is way overdue. This is long overdue. So, so yeah, um, that's my two cents on it. I just want to point light to where it deserves to of what we're standing for and what everybody's out there standing for. Uh, for George Floyd, for the Black Lives Matter. Uh, I heard, uh, like, you mentioned that, like, people are saying all lives matter. And yeah. I heard somebody said, like, somebody on the gram, I don't know if it, uh, so if someone reposted it, but it said, um, it said something like, all lives matter until black lives matter. Oh, you mean, uh, isn't it all lives something like that? don't like, matter or something like that? Yeah, all, I, lives, I get what you're all saying. lives don't matter until yeah. Black Lives Matter. Right. Yeah, and when I when I saw that, I'm like, yo, man, this is like, I don't I don't even know how people are trying to discuss or putting like put their two cents on that. Like, it's how just is it a debate. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's just obvious. Like, yeah. um, this is what we got to work towards, and this is what I'm here, and I'm glad to see that. Like, we we are Hispanic, you know, the people that are in this room, and we're in agreements with this. Yeah. You know, yeah, yep. What about you? Which about you? Yeah. Uh, um, speaking of that, speaking of the Hispanic side, like, you know, I think I think the the younger generation, yeah, is very vocal. Um, you know, our the younger generation is fighting with yeah. the black community in this. I think the the where the conversation gets ugly sometimes is is with. Our parents, yeah. the generation before, like older traditional yeah, Hispanics, yeah, yeah, you know, people that may feel like you know, what do we have to do with this? This is between the black community and the white community, like, mm-hmm. and it's not, you know. I I heard, I heard someone say like, this isn't, this isn't uh, black r- or colored versus white. Mm-hmm. This is. This is all races mm-hmm. versus racist. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. It's it's 
it's all of us against racism, against injustice. Like, forget, you know, obviously it's it, the, the, the problem does lie a lot in, in white America, racist white America. Yeah. Um, and the, the people that have suffered the most have been African Americans. Um, but we're all in this, like we're all in this. I've, experience racism yeah you know um and so so it's it's all of us it's all of us all of us do have to stand together and and i have to say like speaking of the good like i do see a lot of good this time around you know i see a lot of good i see a lot of conversations happening i see a lot of dialogue happening you know i I was mentioning to you guys earlier i was part of a, a dialogue between i think it was like eight of us Eight people from different parts of the country, different backgrounds, um, you know, black, Latino, white, Asian. Um, and it was a dope conversation to have. And I've been loving seeing all these different conversations that, uh, happening between different people. And I think that's where it starts. It starts with a dialogue. It starts with a conversation, especially this time and age where social media is it it's so easy to to just put a comment yeah. a very bad comment and ignite a flame ignite anger and then just step away and leave people angry and there's no conversation happening there's no dialogue happening yeah and i think that's where things get lost i think that's where you know it just it just ends there and there's no nothing moving forward so yeah. I think the dialogue and the conversations are super key in this time. Um, I, I do want to touch on something that, that you said, and I think this is very important. And fuck, man, I feel so fucking relieved when I see shit like this because, man, the amount of young people mm. that are at an early age becoming so involved in politics mm-hmm. is fucking beautiful. Yeah. And, it, and it just makes me feel good because I know that Yes, obviously there are going to be some people that are only there for the attention. They're there just to be in the, oh, shit, I'm in the crowd, blah, blah, blah. But there are a lot of kids out there that have probably experienced stuff like this because of their color, because of the color of their skin. Their parents have experienced stuff like this. So they have more of an emotional attachment to certain experiences like this. And I'm not mad if if you're just there for the excitement of being part of things. And just there just for clout or or whatever, because somehow you're you're gonna get schooled up in that moment by being surrounded by people that are there for the right reason and hearing their voice. Yeah. Rather, if you're just staying home, you know, and and sticking with your closed mindedness and, yeah. and, and with your opinion. But if you're out there, you're going to get influence in some way. That's true. And that's what's crazy about what what I saw about people that were putting so much light on the looters and like the riots, like all this stuff is crazy, blah, blah, blah. Um, you have people that are actually, there's videos that you see people out there stopping looters, yep. you know? And that to me, I'm like, why aren't people showing more of this? You had the video of John Jones going out there and actually snatching spray cans from people. Did you guys see that video? I didn't. I, I did. Okay. You, you mean know, the, the fighter? Yeah, yeah. The fighter, yeah. John Jones. He was out there like in New uh, Mexico. snatching oh, I see that. Um, no, no, I see that. spray cans from from teens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. From 
And to me, that's like, yo, that's way better than you just typing something in on your little, you know, little phone device saying, oh, my God, look at the looters. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, my God, George George Floyd's name is all all destroyed because of the looting and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, why don't you put your money where your mouth is and go out there and stop those people then? Yep. You're about the I don't believe in looting and other stuff. Go put yourself in front of them. Go put in for yourself in front of those stores. Protect Target. Go ahead. Yeah. Go protect these stores yeah. that you're that you're saying that shouldn't get. Because so there's people out there that are actually doing yeah. that. Yeah. People are out there instead of putting all this stuff and putting light to what's not important, they're stopping it from happening. And that's why. It's it's good that uh, people are actually some people are actually doing that, and that comes back to the whole point of why why this why this happened. People are too focused on the result, and they're not paying attention to how we got here. Yep. There has been historically, mm-hmm. this has been going on in this country for fucking years, and uh, I think you, I don't know if you showed me that graphic, um, but. There was this graphic, I think that Larry showed me on Instagram, where they put they're putting up like a timeline of when slavery ended and then when segregation was still going on, and then like post segregation, and you realize that we were not that far separated mm. yeah. from the yeah. time that quote unquote segregation actually and legally yeah. ended. I didn't yeah. show you a graphic, but I did speak to you. Okay, about so it, then, I, so then I did see that graphic, and then you mm, did bring it yeah. up to me. Then we so have I, people that literally yeah. have, like, that are still alive and lived through segregation. Yeah, and and it's only I think three generations. We're yeah. only three generations apart from slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. yeah it's crazy when you think about it like mm-hmm. that. So, um, you know, the fact that people want to just go and and focus on the looting that's go that that that's happened because it's yes it has happened we're not here to try to yeah. deny it but mm-hmm. i think you have to go and look at why yeah. these things happen in the first place you can't yeah. go and treat black people the way they're treated yep. and tell them hey I don't want you to. I don't want you to take a knee during the game. Do it on your own time. Right. Or hey, I don't want you to talk yeah. during the speech at the Oscars. You're you're just right, an actor. Right. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. And then when they do protest peacefully, nothing mm-hmm. changes. Nothing yeah. happens. And yeah. this is not me trying to incite violence, but you can't act surprised that this happened because yeah. you you're right. You can't just sit on the sideline. And that it's happening again. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And you can't you can't sit on the sidelines and yeah. just keep letting this go letting this happen mm-hmm. and and sit there and expect that oh they're just gonna peacefully pro no like yeah. shit was gonna pop off at some point and right. th- this yeah. was the time that it happened what what i'm glad though what you said about that you you're happy that uh there's a lot of younger generations out there is because i think this whole thing is bigger than what people are doing like it's it's not just those uh those predators with badges out there it's not just those bad eggs you know mm. that are doing it. it's the system that is is fucked up the, yep. the system is fucked up and these young people seeing all these people getting together and marching and trying to do uh you know protesting for change i think it's going to help them get more involved and get more educated on what how can we prevent this on an inside level how yeah. by voting by Actually going to these, uh, being aware of the politics, being aware of who's doing what, 
Yeah. You know, and I think because of all of this that's gone on, those questions have been coming up. Who like who is do you even know who's in charge? You know, like yeah. the the that clown the of the police department that that spoke. Did you hear the nonsense that he was saying? Uh, oh, from Long Beach? No, no. LAPD? Yeah, for LAPD. Oh, I forgot what his name is. But see, I don't even know his name. Yeah, uh, Michael Moore. Uh, she, 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 Chief. Chief Michael Moore. I think so. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Something like that. He was saying that the looters are are to blame as well as the cops for. Uh, oh wow. George Floyd's death. Wow. And. And to know that you have the power, we all have the power yeah. uh, to vote. We voted during votes. You vote okay. for that person. Okay, let me yeah. let me let me counter that a little. Okay. I I'm I'm I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree that voting is important. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. Here's what here's I heard I heard someone I heard John Gray say this, and he said. He said this isn't. This isn't a politic problem Mm -hmm. this isn't a political problem it's a heart problem Mm. it's a heart problem so and i and i believe that because how are you to know that person's intentions and that person's uh point of view of things you know until moments like this because i i i didn't know that this man felt this way right this just came out because of what's happening during this time, you know, and and I feel like a lot of a lot of times, you know, I think Donald Trump is is like the a unique uh a unique po- politic figure mm-hmm. because he's so outspoken and he doesn't like you know cover up what he says, so you know mm-hmm. you you could tell where that man stands. Right, you clearly know, yo, this man feels this type of way and this type of way of these people, right? Whatever. Right. But other other people you're mentioning today with with Garcetti, right? Yeah. How you know the way he was speaking and all that, and when Usika Usika was explaining how like he has to speak a certain way because it's he has to be politically correct. He's got to he's he's playing he's politics. He's got to play both sides. Yeah. So you. How how can we know when we vote? I mean, there's certain, there's many times where we can. Yeah. But how do you fully know in that moment? Like, mm-hmm. yo, this person cares for all, you know, all people. He's not a racist. That until, is. Until. Yeah. yeah, but again, I feel, uh, like how like what you're saying is true. You're saying that it's a like you agree with the politics, but it's also a heart thing, right? Yes, I okay. I think it's deeper. Than just politics, I think it's mm-hmm. deeper than just politics. I think it's a heart issue. It's a it's a personal issue. Yeah. And I think it's especially especially having like my well, experience in Indiana. How right? would you how would you feel or like somebody's heart? Like how would you determine by uh, when you're? Because the only way you you see these people is when they you know have their debates and their political stuff, right? Mm. And who you're voting for. Yeah, so yeah. in that moment, how are you viewing his heart? How are and no, and, yeah. I, and I asked this because it was it was fucking clear where Trump's heart was from the beginning. Yep, from yep. the beginning. And that is why I'm saying his his case was unique because mm-hmm. I don't think we had ever had a presidential candidate that was so outspoken yeah. and so clear the way he was. Mm-hmm. I I had never. 
heard anybody else speak that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so we knew where he stood from the beginning. And that's the key because it's not that people didn't vote. Yeah. Or maybe it was, but yeah. But the truth is, is a lot of the people that voted for Trump stood by what he was saying. Yeah. And that's those are the people's hearts yeah. that I'm talking about. That's those are the people. So we could vote and vote, but if the majority of this country mm-hmm. don't care for colored people, then we're screwed. Like we're still screwed. You know what I'm saying? Like so. So that's why I think. I think, and and I'm hearing a lot of leaders, a lot of influential leaders that are trying to, you know, bring this change. They're saying the key is these people starting having conversations with colored people and just having a dialogue yeah. in order to reach people's hearts. I you, don't, you know, I, yeah, I don't believe that reaching people's hearts is in a way. I don't, you know, I don't believe that it, it is a deeper problem. It goes into the heart for sure, mm-hmm. because whatever, you, you know, whatever you really feel inside is what you project. It's what really comes out. Your yeah. actions show that. So for sure. Sometimes. Um, uh, well, it's, wouldn't it come out to to your friends, to your family? Like I feel it, like yes, they see and, that? But, but I feel like also it, when you're when people are put in a position of power, then they really start to show mm-hmm. who they really are. When you give people yeah. a lot of money, mm-hmm. you if you were a greedy person, yeah. when you didn't have money, you're gonna be even greedier when you do have money. If you're a generous person with when you were broke, you're gonna be a generous person yeah. when you have money. Yeah. And it don't matter if your friends and family are seeing it, mm-hmm. if they have the same mentality that you do. Don't matter because they are at, have the same type of... And, and I'm talking about like these conservative... Um, you know, Ideals and morals. And, yeah, and, and, and I don't... I, I know a lot of conservative people that are like great people and are fighting to make a change. And I, I'm seeing it firsthand. But I'm talking about these people... The people that are okay with the racism that don't or or that just don't see it are blind to it or, and ignorant to it for some reason, right? For some reason they are. Mm-hmm. Most of these people, their circles are the same way. Are and that the is the same ignorance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So them showing those actions or showing those, you know, or speaking that way. Yeah. It don't matter because there's nobody to like check them and hold them accountable for that so what you're saying is that the way we could check them and i guess bring awareness and change people's hearts is by having conversations by having these you know just realize yeah and stepping out of your bubble like i and 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 i'm hearing and i'm hearing this from from a lot of white people that are now fighting so passionately yeah for for equality and for the change and all that they're fighting for it because they've had conversations with with black people with hispanic people with colored people and they're they're being like their their point of view their perspective on things has has been turned upside down by hearing the experiences that that black people have gone through that colored people have gone through and so so but it started because they they stepped out of their bubble and started having a conversation and sat at a table 
with somebody that did not look like mm-hmm. them and that did not and don't think like they do mm-hmm. and have a different perspective than what they do. Yeah. It took that. And and I even had that experience when I was in Indiana and yeah. you know, being surrounded by so many conservatives which yeah. I had never experienced. You know? So yeah. I think I think that's I think you're right. It, like it, it does help for people to step out that way and, you know, have those conversations. But I also think it'll help if uh we ourselves start interrupting conversations when you hear somebody mm-hmm. kinda say something. Most of the time you just like whatever, you, you go about your day. But having like I think empowering yourself to say, yo, what did you really mean by that though? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you really saying? Because yep. I'm, I'm hella confused right now. Because Sound, yeah. it sounds like you're saying this mm-hmm. and putting people on the spot. I think really you're gonna see where they really stand on it. Because yeah. now I'm I'm not calling you. I'm calling you out on these like double meanings that you just said, and I want to be clear as mm-hmm. fuck to what you're saying right now. Yeah. And uh, I think this is what the times has gotten us to be clear. Like every, I think you guys saw on social media, how some people were very woke on, on mm-hmm. certain things, how pe- some people, a lot of people were silent. But then when it came to Tuesday and everybody wanted to post a black square, <laughs> everybody posted. They were on that shit. And you were silent about, yeah. the you were silent about the execution that happened. Yeah. You, you brought to light the looting and then now you're posting a black square. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very confusing. Where where do you? I feel like those people need to be called out. Like where yeah. do you stand? What are you saying? Yeah. Um, instead of just because that way, like you're saying, if the same circle, right? Yeah. Sometimes you're influenced by that same circle. If yeah. this, if your whole circle is lazy, everybody's gonna be lazy. Yep. If most of your circle is working out, eating healthy, that's yep. what's gonna happen. So if you're in one of those circles and maybe you're questioning, you're probably like don't fully agree. I think the best way to do it is. Tell someone, hold up, hold up. What are you what are you trying to say though? Like right. what are you really trying to say with that statement that you said? And where really do you stand? That way you can start knowing I need to get the fuck out of this yep. circle and do what you're saying. Step out and and learn and educate and Yeah. And yeah. Uh-huh. La- sorry, last thing Go I'm ahead. gonna say is and cause I cause I've seen a, a lot of people say, yo, I'm gonna start unfollowing yeah. a lot of you that are staying silent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think we should do that. Yeah. I don't think you should block those people. Yeah. Because you might be the only voice that's speaking yeah. any sense into them. I, I unblocked some people after I had a conversation with them online, mm. like about what they were saying. Mm. And just to be clear, um, because I want to know what you're actually, are you posting this out of ignorance and mm-hmm. you're, you're not informed? Or are you just a straight up fucking dumbass that shouldn't be involved in my life that whatever you're posting is sickening to me? Mm. And then some people, I, I I blocked them, and then I'm saving it for when I catch you. Mm. I'm saving it for when we see each other. That's, because I'd rather tell you to your face than I unfollowed you on the Instagram. Like, right. Yeah. That, I, I think that has more of a powerful impact, like yeah. a what? one-on-one conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As opposed to like, and, the, and I, I honestly, in my group of like, whatever, Instagram followers, um, I haven't seen any of the people that I follow post like dumb shit. Everyone's kind of been on the mm-hmm. same on the same wavelength. Um, Thank God, bro. but yeah, for real. But um, I think if somebody were to say some outlandish shit or or respond to me and be like, "Yo, you're fucking brainwashed," I would respond and yeah. be like, "Okay, tell me why I'm brainwashed. What what have you heard then? You know?" Yeah, because it yeah. is. A, it definitely is an opportunity. Like 
what you're trying to say to inform. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it people might be talking out of their ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not informed about shit. Yeah. Yep. So um I want to bring up a quote. Um, I don't know if it's verbatim, but it's actually it started circulating around um on the internet. Um and it's uh Chris Rock. Chris Rock is a comedian, obviously uh, he's a very famous comedian. And he said something that was was in was I th- I thought was nice. Was interesting. He says, I know it's hard being a cop, but some jobs can't have bad apples. Yep. Everybody gotta be good. Wow. Yep. Like pilots. American Airlines can't be like, most of our pilots like to land. We just got some bad apples that like to crash into mountains. Yeah. Sheesh. And so you and gotta then, send me that. Yeah, it's dope. I love that. And I love Chris Rock's commentary on on all these black issues. He's he's always ahead of it. Um but that is one thing that like you have to realize that yep. certain jobs carry certain standards. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can't go to McDonald's and expect somebody to be a fucking the best fucking fry cook in the world. Like, cause yeah. it's and that's no offense to people that work at McDonald's. It's no, they're getting paid. you know they're getting paid. They're making their money, but you know you don't. There it doesn't take too much to get in there, right? Yeah. Now let's compare that to uh, if you want to be a fucking surgeon. You have to study your ass off for mm-hmm. fucking years. Yeah. You have to practice everything that you're learning in the textbooks. And and we hold And even these... when you're out of school, you still like you're still not Yeah, doing like you're it. still not Yeah, exactly. So you still you have to be book smart. You have to have the experience. You have to be practical, right? And then they also teach you about compassion. They teach you about how to communicate effectively with your patients because if you have to tell somebody, hey, your dad's gonna die. You got to know how to present that to them as as genuinely, softly, and kindly as possible, right? right. So you have to learn all these things to a high standard, yeah. right? So why is it that a lawyer, it takes a lawyer years and years and years to learn the fucking law, but we trust a police officer yeah. that is training for less than a year to know these laws, to know how to properly protect us. Yeah. Because to me, it sounds like the the bar to be a police officer mm-hmm. from from what I've seen, from what I've heard, from all these things that have been going on, is extremely fucking low. Yeah. And these are the people that have the ability to end your life right away. Mm-hmm. A surgeon can't just kill you because, I mean, there are a lot of protocols. It's unethical. They've been trained not to. And even if mm-hmm. they were doing malpractice people yeah. will report that shit immediately and you're done you're yeah. never practicing medicine again yeah but it's not the same i don't understand why it's not the same thing with police i mean i understand yeah. why but it's baffling to me that that a profession like a police officer is not held to a higher standard yep and that that statement is like like um perfect bro on what what it is right now yeah, because a lot of people like are are saying like, well, it's it's you know it's uh ninety nine point nine 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 percent of cops are really good. It's that zero. It's that point zero zero one percent that yeah. that is bad. And it's like that's a to me to me one. I feel like you're you're tripping on that statement because it. I think you're fooled. You think mm. that it's ninety nine point nine percent of good cops out there. Uh, when asked a lot of people. Uh, just hear these conversations. Yep. See all the videos. You're gonna start all noticing. All the experiences. You're gonna start realizing that it's not. Yep. Point one percent of people. Yep. And even if it was, let's say, let's okay, 
benefit of the doubt. It is 0.1%. Like you're saying, why are we accepting that? Mm -hmm. Why are we okay with accepting 0.1%? That means 0.1% of lives could die, and we're okay with it. And not only 0.1%, because if you think about about it, those 0.1% of officers being bad are getting away with it multiple times, over and over again. Like Mm -hmm. this guy that... Murdered, uh, you know, murdered Big Floyd. Like he, he had previous previously, you know, had yeah. complaints of of treating people wrong and stuff. So, so you're having this over and over again by these people. So I think even then, like the, it it goes again, it goes deeper. And yep. and here I'm gonna even go step aside from not just saying the heart, but but again the voting. Like I think. And I'm and and I've been, I felt I hadn't spoken this out yet because I felt it was very controversial. Hang on to that thought real quick. I want to add something to what you said. I'm okay. sorry to cut you off. To the to the office, the point one percent. I think mm. people also don't realize that even if it is just one officer, that one officer that takes the life of a person doesn't just affect that person. It affects their right. parents, their yeah. siblings, their kids if they have any, their mm-hmm. friends, their family, their coworkers. So it's a lot. You, and that you're one, adding to the distress mm-hmm. that has been there for years and years exactly. and years exactly. in the African American community. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. Yeah. Just wanted to bring that up real quick. Um. What you felt was a controversial. controversial. Yes. That you haven't spoken. Yeah. That is going to be shit. Out. So this next, is the first time we're here. And our podcast <laughs> first. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I did hear. I heard a a very influential leader share this recently and i was like oh man i'm not the only person that think this and and i was thinking why why aren't we talking about this more all right and it's and it's the fact that the constitution and all these laws yeah were were all these amendments were 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 written in a time where slavery existed and a time where racism was like up front in your face, like yep. And so, we just lost all our listeners. And the FBI <laughs> they're all just gone. Shut Everyone hey, hey, podcast. Down. Donald Trump's knocking out our knocking at our door now. So my question is: a time? Yeah. Is oh, it time? Oh, this has is it been time, bro? I think I heard Joe Rogan say uh, he was doing a joke about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying like, I don't know if it was on his podcast or his stand-up, but he was like these presidents would be saying right now, you guys didn't fucking write anything else. It's been so fucking <laughs> long. You <laughs> guys funny. really didn't think yeah. we might yeah. have to adjust and like do this right. shit. It's, so, it's a good point because yeah. um, I think the world from where we are now, if you look at where we are now to where the country, I obviously wasn't around. None of us were around. But if you look at just the wording, what it talks about, in the constitution i haven't read all of it verbatim i've taken small glimpses of it so i know what's kind of in there um it just doesn't reflect what the time that we live in now Mm -hmm. and stores um companies government agencies are constantly changing their policies yeah hang on um they're constantly changing their policies yeah they're allowed to evolve yeah. and somehow and we're we promote okay. that we yeah. promote we push we encourage we want progress a lot of we change, want change in different yes. areas but for some reason the constitution is 
completely untouchable. And I don't know if that's this is a like just a, and a, and a, this is a, this is America and you yeah. can't change the constitution. If I'm not mistaken, we had um, amendments, uh, things that were added. I don't know if it was to the constitution mm. or the bill of rights, but it mm. was something about the 13th amendment mm-hmm. basic. Mm. That was basically ending slavery or something. Like that. I can't yeah. remember. But something like oh, that. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're right. There have been changes made yeah. to the Constitution. Changes as in like we've added certain things like, oh, slavery is bad. We're gonna put that into the Constitution. Mm-hmm. So why can't we just rewrite things that are already in there? Like what makes them so untouchable? Like yeah. we're not, I'm I'm not saying we have to get rid of all these things, but let's adjust yeah. the wording in the Constitution to reflect the times that we live in, the yeah. people that are here, yep. you know, and yeah. it's just, yeah, definitely. And and you see that you see that now in these times, like uh, with the legalization of weed in California, like people have to people have looked into like cases in jail, like who got arrested yeah. for having like, I think they have like rules of like, uh, if you if you were arrested for these charges, well, we need to release you out of jail because legally now you would have been okay to be out and about. Yeah. yeah. And they're making adjustments accordingly uh, to how, how that is. So, and again, um, there was a, I think it was Centoya, Centoya Brown or Centoya Jackson. Mm. Uh, do you guys, did you guys hear about that story? No. About mm. how um, she, um, she was basically, what is it called? She, she, she went into uh she went out with a guy uh with a man an older man she was 16 years old uh she was told to go out on the streets and like um you know go make money and she went to this older man's house and she uh, essentially uh you know killed him hmm. and then she got trialed as an adult she got trialed for oh i think i know uh, what you're talking you know about. she got trialed for an adult she got like the whole book thrown at her yeah and then you know 10 years later she's been in there and all that stuff there's a documentary about it she uh now they're saying that had her case happened in 2020 2018 she wouldn't have been a criminal she would have been victim of like sexual trafficking or or sex she would have been a victim of like these people abusing these little girls and making them go out there yeah. and prostitute themselves. Mm. She would have been considered a victim that was that was defending herself and fighting to get out of this. Mm. But because it happened 20 years ago, back then everybody was like, "Uh, oh, yeah, no, nah, she she murdered this guy. She murdered this guy and they threw the book at her, whatever. Now she's free. She she like went to college in in her uh in her jail. Like they, there was an actual program there where college classes were taught and all this stuff so it's crazy how something 20 years ago they saw her as a criminal they saw her as someone that needed to be put in jail and now they're saying she would be considered a victim of all these you know so uh, this all this all all what i'm trying to say is that i think we need to get to that point yeah we need to get to the point where we could actually yeah and how much longer is it going to take how much longer are we going to let, how much time are we going to let pass by Yeah. In, in order to start, you know, making these changes? Here's an idea, and I just thought of it right now, so it might, might not even make sense. What if we took a case like, like that, like, you don't like it? Just can suck my, you can suck a fart out of my ass. Gross. So what if we took, what if we take like, whatever, a high profile case, right? Yeah. And high profile case is being used as a loose term right now. 
Uh, but we take it and we say, okay, this person is going to be sentenced to uh, prison for fucking 20 years. All right, fine. Now, in 20 years, the world might be a little different. We might see things a little differently. Mm-hmm. So why is it, why can't we do something where it's like, okay, it's been five, seven years. Let's revisit this case real quick. Let's see if it applies to the definition of whatever whatever a victim or a criminal. Yeah. yeah. And see if it still applies, if it's still relevant today. Right. Yep. You know, and, and sort of like kind of just... And you see, like, to me, that sucks. It that we sucks. can't do that. That we have no. to do that? No, yes. That it's, we have to oh, do that. Oh, I, like, I, mean. I see what you mean. It sucks that, that this person... Yeah. Has to go through, has to lose five, seven years of their lives. 10, 20 years. 10, 20 years of their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, uh, last night I was reading about uh, George Stinney Jr. Have you guys heard that name? No. 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 This is the youngest, the youngest person um, that was uh, electrocuted, that was executed. Oh, oh got the oh, chair? Really? Got the chair, yeah. Oh, shit. He was a black 14-year-old kid. What? Yeah. And Shocking. He, and no pun intended. I think Sorry. it was like wow. in 1948 or something like that. No way. Um, he got accused of killing two two girls. And uh, and he got like, he was, his parents weren't allowed to, to talk to him, speak yeah. to him. Um, wow. I think he got, he, he got like questioned and all that. Yeah. Uh, by himself, right? Yep. So, um, he had no attorney, n- uh, and he did, and I think like his attorney didn't like offer an appeal yeah. or or didn't offer him different options. It was kind of like just just just, just plead guilty, the, yeah, 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 type of thing, the plea. you know. And and um, what is a fourteen year old gonna know like when uh, when uh, <laughs> right. when their attorney's uh, yeah. telling them, yo, you could get this, you could that. They're gonna, yeah, they're not gonna know what's what. Yep, and. And so, you know, and he and he stood by yeah. the fact that he 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 would always say, I didn't do it. Like, I'm not guilty. Of. Yeah. And years later. So in 2014, mm-hmm. in 2014, they like changed the yeah. verdict on it mm-hmm. and said he was innocent. Wow. And and the That's family still crazy. says that, you know, that that isn't true. And that he did, in fact, kill the oh. girls, um, but his his brothers uh, later, I think, said, "No, he was with us at the time." Yeah, you know, and 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 then this other, all these other things yeah. happened. But long, I mean, just he was he was acquitted of of the charges, like. Yeah. Uh, but he, he like wasn't able to live out his life. Yeah, because of our. The way our where, system where was is that set at? up. Um, that sounds that sounds like it's in one of those like we're real last. Yeah, it was in, in the south. Yeah, bro, because yeah. that would not fly over here, bro. How you going? Yeah. Like that's crazy. You cannot talk to this fourteen year old kid. Like uh, with the case of Centoya, uh, they were saying that like the officer was saying you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say, you know, they did the Miranda, Miranda rights. rights. Yeah, and. They were asking her like later on, like, did you do you even understand what that means? Mm. And you see in the recording when they're asking her this that the officer is playing it like, if you just tell me the truth, I'm going to help you out. Yep. And her as a 14, uh, 16 year old, 15 year old girl, 
is we're taught to trust these officers yeah. and they're there to like teach you and help you out and all this stuff. And then, so she, she, you could see it directly on her face that she's a bit confused, but she's trying to trust this mm. officer. And then he didn't do anything for her. Mm. He, they like found out how to twist her words and how to say things that later on in the court they used against yep. her. Mm -hmm. Because again, she didn't really understand what it meant to you have the right to remain silent. Right. Mm -hmm. This cop was saying, you do have that right, but I'm going to help you out. If you just right. tell me the truth, blah, 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 X, X and Y and Z will, will happen. And it was the complete opposite of that. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy that that, yeah. that even. Yeah, it's. And here's here's another thought. Hot take. No, it's not really a hot take. But um, and I've heard this a lot from from celebrities. And um, as much as, you know, I, I do have this kind of not a hatred for celebrities. OK. Um, That's a weird statement. <laughs> But uh, I I know that, you know, a lot of times when people get into like a normal person, like an mm -hmm. average person gets, you know, hooks up with a celebrity and like if they don't get what they want or something like that, sometimes they'll accuse them of something. Maybe it does oh, happen. Maybe oh. it doesn't. Yeah. But it's interesting because there are cases, yes, that, you know, celebrity does something shady and yes, yeah. they they either get away with it or they get in trouble, but the fact remains that they did something shady, right? But there are also cases where a celebrity doesn't do anything and they're actually innocent. Yeah. And these people, these like regular ass people, are trying to accuse them, um, accuse them for something that they didn't do, and now they have that stain on them. And the accuser, nothing happens to the accuser. And I feel like there should be some kind of law. I don't know if there is. I haven't heard of it. But some kind of law that says that if you knowingly and wrongfully accuse somebody of something that they didn't do mm. and it, you know, it affects their life in a negative way yeah. to where, you know, they can't get employed somewhere or yeah. something like that, then you there, suffer yeah. repercussions. There, you there get is. fined. You get sent to jail or something like that yeah. because yeah. that is. can be extremely tarnishing to somebody's... Yeah image to their career especially yeah. if they're a very high profile celebrity um like let's say right just an example let's say somebody comes out and says uh lebron james raped me mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and now you know obviously lebron james is is a, is an amazing athlete he's done he does so much for the community yeah does so much for kids kids look up to this man and want to be like him they admire him right and now this person who's wrongfully accusing him of that now has to deal with that. Now there's a stain on him. And now, you know, people are very quick to stop supporting a celebrity or stop supporting somebody. As mm -hmm. soon as one little thing comes out, they're like, oh, that's it. You're a bad person, blah, blah, blah. So then, you know, what So then, what happens to the, to the accuser? No, nothing happens to them. They just go on, oh, well, okay, well, I'm going to leave now. You know, like there's no accountability. There's no, yeah. there's no accountability for them. To be truthful and be like, are you accusing somebody of something that happened or are you just fucking mad yeah. that they didn't fucking let you ride in their Lamborghini yeah. and you're just and out to get them? No, I think I think there is, though. There's there this, is? Yeah, there's this thing like uh, if you... So the last five minutes of me talking was bullshit. No, um, there there is. It's, it's something like if you say some companies could... Oh, Lamborghini was suing somebody uh, for taking a picture. Um like with a bunch of racks and like a bunch of uh, stuff and they told them yo you have to take that down uh it was lamborghini or, or porsche or one of these major ones they told them you can't use our product like that i know you own it 
but you can't be taking pictures of our product like that because it makes us look this way, mm-hmm. and that's not what this company stands for, and we could sue you for it. So it's basically ah, like, yes, yeah, it's, it's like if you accuse uh, an artist of something and it turns out that you were lying the whole time, you mm-hmm. could actually sue them for dirt to, for like throwing dirt to your name and making your image mm-hmm. what's what brings you money yeah. your business mm-hmm. um all that yeah. stuff they could sue you for the you know for damages yeah and 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 you see and and I feel like these big companies or these big celebrities would be able to do that but what about these these yeah. like yep. other like for example the Central Park 5 like what if they Oh yeah, you're you know, telling me about that. Yeah, like what if they didn't have the money to invest in lawyers yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. to be able to do that, to be able to file a lawsuit yeah, and, that's, and and fight this, you know? And so yeah. I think that's where the unfairness comes. That's yeah, where the bro. injustice comes. You know, luckily these the, these guys the Central Park 5 for for example, they they you know, they had the backing. They had people bro. rallying um behind them to 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 do this. You know, and 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 they were, you know, rewarded. But even then, like, yo, you lost your childhood. You yeah. lost. I I feel like you, you can't like yeah, you yeah. can never There's get back n- time. No. There's no, no way that you could, you know. So yeah, yeah. Heck no, bro. There's no way with all the money that they'll throw at you if you wasted years in jail for a crime that you didn't commit. No matter how much money you get, those years are there. Yeah. Uh, they're, yeah. They've they've done their scarring. They've done whatever growth you needed to learn from inside of there, unjustly probably. Uh, but no money in the world can can make you say, "All right, you know, it was just twenty years, not I'm a big cool. deal." Yeah, no, there's no there's no <laughs> yeah. amount of money, bro. How how are we looking on time? Can you give us a quick little? I think we're uh, an hour and six minutes in. Hour and yeah. six minutes okay. in. All right. Um, I, I want to end yeah. it off on like. A light note. Yeah, if yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. I just wanted to say one more thing about what you mentioned. Um, about the voices like the people that have to wait that long for them to see justice, you know? Mm. Um, and for all that stuff. I think that uh, one of the biggest things that I think is gonna happen now from the case is these officers are now being they're arrested and they're charged, right? Mm. Finally, uh, the main cop is getting uh, second, second degree. degree. Yeah. How many cases I feel are going to open up because of this? Because a lot of these cases we don't know about. There's a lot of cases that me and you don't know about that weren't caught on video, hmm. but have a similarity to that. And I feel that if, you know, when they get charged and all that stuff, it'll give these lawyers an opportunity to go back and look at other cases. It, yeah. it sets precedent for. Yeah. For previous cases. Because for, sure. if for this whole time, you're telling me that this person, you know, had an offense with an officer and he got murdered in this manner. And you're telling me that you gave him second degree, but right here, you let them walk. Now they have to revisit this. Yeah. So, um, point that I was trying to make to that, I think that um, it, it does suck that they have to spend those years, maybe those years of the unknown, those years of, of you know, that sorrow that that innocent person got accused that way and maybe died that way mm-hmm. um but with cases like this and what's going on i think um it'll give hope to those cases that were unsolved like the fact that they're doing this that they're they're charged that they're arrested to me says a lot 
Yeah. Um, even though it's like you're doing the bare minimum of what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, let's not get that confused. Right. Yeah. What you're doing is the bare minimum. It shouldn't have happened in yeah, the first place. Exactly. Uh, but I think it's great that it is happening right now mm -hmm. because it's setting a standard. Yeah. To all those cops, all those uh, mm -hmm. 0.1% bad eggs that they claim are out there, it's yeah. going to set a you tone. You mess up. Don't I'm coming for you. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> so how how are you trying to end this on the? Light, I want to end it on the topic, but I just want to end it in 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 a in a better way. Okay. Um, I think yes, there have been a shit ton of negative things that have come out of this, but I think there have also been this has been the the first step into actual reform. I feel I might be just foolish mm. because I feel like we've we haven't seen anything like this before. But we have seen moments where people have mobilized and they were protesting. Yeah. Um, Something does I, feel different about this. It time does around. feel different. Yeah. And yeah. so my hope and what I'm looking forward to is what happens after this is all said and done? What happens after, like, all the protesting is done? Are we going to show up to vote? You know, what's going to happen at the end of the year? We're, we're in an election year. Who yeah. knows how the fuck that's going to happen? And that's going to be, like, that's another topic, like, for another fucking day but you know what happens now and i really feel optimistic in a sense that i feel like people are more aware to what's going on yeah i feel like i feel like we're gonna be in good hands i feel like my kids are gonna be in good hands because of the young kids that are getting involved right now yep. they're gonna be smarter they're gonna be they're gonna be more resilient even us like we're yeah. still part of this like young generation that can can bring change. You know what you gotta mean? speak for yourself. I'm I'm, I'm no, getting to my thirties. You're still nah, I'm you're old, not even bro. At your, I'm old, bro. Even if you were at your thirties, like yeah. I think you're still considered, you know, part yeah. of this new wave of yeah. Of, of, and, and probably. I, I hope people, what, what yeah. comes after this is, is more people investing in more people investing in the youth. More yeah. people actually going out there and speaking to these young people and listening and to Absolutely. listening to them but mm -hmm. also letting them know empowering like, them yeah exactly yeah. how much power you guys truly yep. have because this right now what they see at the moment at the age of 16 14 people are running your country right now there's people that are made but you have to realize that you're going to be the recipient of that yep when you get older so that's why I feel like it goes to a way deeper level, but the generation, the younger generation has so much power oh, that yeah. it actually benefits these people to keep the youth silent. It yeah. benefits them to keep them numb mm -hmm. on, on bullshit, you know, instead of them realizing how much power they really have and how much numbers there are of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. How many youth are there out there? Yeah. Tons. Yeah. And if you just get informed and if you have people speaking to you consistently investing in you know after school programs and whatever yep. it takes yep. after this that's what i hope that yep. after all the protests and everything there's still a consistent line of information yep. going to these kids lives i love that you're saying this yep lod is coming lod is coming the lod movement will come out of this it will be born um all right, guys. Well, this was a great topic. I'm glad we got to talk about it. Um, I know we had, you know, small conversations leading up to this, you yeah. know, and obviously we've been keeping up with events, but I think it was good that we actually sat down yeah. and spoke about these things and had reflections and had our thoughts and opinions and 
I think moving forward, you know, this is something that we're going to look back at and be like, yeah, it was a shitty fuck. It was intense. It was shitty. It was scary a little yeah. bit at times. Oh, yeah. But I think it was I was I think it was completely necessary yep. for the progression of of the country, for the progression of uh proper black representation in the country. Mm. And this could also lead to, you know, like the Hispanic community looking inside and being like, okay, what are, how, how can we help right. each other? Yeah. You know? And then this can be something that the black community goes, hey, we're in this together. Yeah. We're all minorities here. Let's yeah. help each other out. Let's yeah. become an actual community and not just say we yeah. are, you know? So um, I'm hopeful for the future. I'm excited. I hope. I really think good things are going to come out of it. Um, but we're going to leave it at this for now. Uh, awesome. I want to thank our good friend Larry Alexander for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having yeah. me. We appreciate you taking the time out. I feel like it's going to be one of many. Very busy. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be here. He'll he'll be yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not that far away from you guys. So well, yeah. We'll I can, you can stop by whenever you guys. You can sleep over at the studio when you're not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah. uh but all right, guys, that'll that's gonna do it for our episode. Once again, my name is Usika. This is Beast. This is the Neck Out Podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.